Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for another hour of your favorite sports gambling show. What is this going to be? Moneyline. With the two best hosts to ever do it. I love my contract. Love my teammates. Uh, Donnie Wrightside. Do what the Sixers did, Charlotte. Just just win seven games a year for four years. Eventually, you'll find somebody, and you'll be on the upswing again if it works out in your favor. And Kevin Walsh. Some say how crazy talented the NBA is right now. I'm not even oh. trying to get into a debate. He's not even the most talented offensive big man in the NBA right now, in my honest opinion. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Who's ready for a little action on a Thursday afternoon? Right here, the best hour of your day. It's Moneyline. It's Donnie Wrightside. It is Kevin Walsh. It is Sirius XM Channel 159. Last night, many people were just saying, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, for a big victory over the Los Angeles Clippers, which I said you should be taking that plus three and a half. And not even myself, Kevin, was sweating at the start of the fourth quarter, knowing that King James would rescue the Lakers last night. Get the win, get the cover, and then they might lose a game tonight to the San Antonio Spurs. Yes! Welcome to the Lakers season, Kevin. Welcome. Wizards, but point stands. Wizards, there you go. Um, yeah, same thing. But, again, point stands. I, I think it was one of those interesting things, DRS. I also thought, and I don't think this very often, but it was a good spot mm-hmm. for the Lakers, uh, catching the three and a half. Uh, it is hard to come on them and be like, see? Easy. I mean, they were down 20. LeBron had to outscore the Clippers on yeah. his own uh, in the fourth quarter, which was a remarkable performance. Uh, probably one of the single most impressive performances any player uh, has offered up this season. So, yeah, I, I mean, what can you say? This is a Lakers team that is going to be in the play-in. And I don't know. It's it's hard to see it going any other way. And if that's the case, then they're going to rely on, on, on that guy right there, LeBron James, to get him out of the play-in and, and get him into the real playoffs. Reliant there. I don't think Atlanta, or excuse me, Utah is going to be able to catch up and, like, let's just say, push the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors out of that final play-in mm-hmm. spot. But I'll tell you what, if you're looking at basketball teams that really rely on their superstars, like, yeah, I understand. The NBA does a lot of that. The Dallas Mavericks last night, once again, just getting big performances by Luka Doncic and also Kyrie Irving yesterday in a win north of the border after that absolutely ridiculous loss to the German-born Max Struess and the boys. I mean, come on now. Cleveland pulled that one out the night before. Unbelievable, which I wanted to segue into this. 
You know, we were going over on the early line, and Ben kept bringing up the point, like, hey, this is the second longest buzzer beater in NBA history. I'm like, oh, no. It's basically a half-court shot. What does that even mean? They go, oh, yeah. That's right. The NBA has the dumbest rule in the history of the planet by you call a timeout and get the ball basically at your own free throw line on the opposite end. Are we being robbed like we don't get robbed in college basketball with the unbelievable finishes? Like we would see that way more. And and also, let me throw this in here too. Max Drew is probably the only guy on that team. Cleveland's probably like, you know what? I'm not taking that shot. You want that shot? I don't want that shot. What do you mean? You could be a hero over here. I don't want that shot because I don't want it going against my stats. Even if it means we're going to win the basketball game, Max, you take it because you're the only one that wants to do it. And he made it. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, again, good good for him. No, we're not riled of anything. Uh, Plenty of NBA teams, too, also will let their guys tank it, uh, get the full court. Um, We just get a good plays drawn up. So, no, uh, this has always been a silly complaint of yours. uh, And... I mean, we can move on, I think, right? Or No. It, it has to be the worst rule, though. I mean, again, it's just, it, it just resonated in my mind going, like, how is, like, the second longest buzzer beater ever a half-court shot? It doesn't even make sense. Like, you should have thousands of buzzer beater shots in the backcourt in the NBA. But we get robbed on a dumb rule. Again, in the, on the NFL, wouldn't it be great to have a kickoff with 10 seconds to go Catch it in the end zone, Kevin. Call timeout. Get on the opposite 30. And be like, you know what? Just won the football game. I mean, come on now. I mean, yeah, but Don, like, it's just what the rule is. Also in the NBA, like the possessions aren't as valuable. Field position isn't as valuable. I mean, the NBA, Donnie, they would simply just do what they do in college, but they would do it more effectively. They'd throw it across half court and call the same timeout. So, again, you wouldn't be fixing anything. You're complaining about nothing. They're not throwing it in the front court easily and just calling a timeout. Yes, they Stop. are. Yes, they are. Br- br- absolutely yes, they brutal. Are. Absolutely. Yes, then why don't we just do that in college basketball all the time? Why do we see so many just janky triples from behind? The- I-, I love it. I, th- I think because the one thing I always get angry at, it's not the actual play itself. It's we're going to benefit the losing team in this instance, which is why, like in the NFL, I love the new onside kick rule. You can't get it. You're not supposed to get it. What the hell is the onside kick here? Just letting a bad football team back in the game on some janky rule again, as I like to say. I love the fact that nobody can get the onside kick because it penalizes the team that actually won the basketball game and played better. Hey, let's give them an extra chance at the end of it. No, nonsense. Make them go the entire length of the court, and if they make it, they'll win, but they're not supposed to make it, and then that's what adds to all the fun of, wow, look at that long shot here because March Madness is coming up. We are going to see a boatload of bomb triple shots when you're down one or two points and you got to go 75 feet i love it i i think you're also wildly overstating some like the boatload of shots that we see in college go in and again who cares like the idea that the max Struess thing would happen on a nightly basis would be awesome it wouldn't and again it's not like this is not some problem in the NBA. This is not some complaint that literally anybody else has. And there's still plenty of buzzer beaters, and they're all awesome. Like, And in fact, those buzzer beaters are far less luck. Like, it, I mean, the Max Drew shot is, let's be honest, it's more luck-driven than anything. Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, who can, again, this is the one of the most useless conversations. 
No, it's not. And thank God the college basketball, which does a lot of things right, which includes making you actually earn a W. And I appreciate that. I do. Because, again, on the heels of March Madness, which Monday, the Kevin, idea that you the don't earn a W up. in half yeah. court is one yes. of the stupidest things I've ever heard. The fact that I can knock down a shot and go up one point with 1.2 seconds left to go, and I'm like, you know what? I don't even think I won this game because the other team's going to get a clean look down in their own side of the basket. That's How ridiculous. How clean is the look if you defend it? Well, what are we talking about? Well, you defend it on your own baseline. Game's over. You make that shot with one second to go. You played that game perfect. Yeah, okay. So the other team should not be able job, to call man. a timeout good, yeah, and get it down job. to the, the other free throw over. line. Good job. The it's game over. isn't over. The NBA exactly. does it better. Everyone should copy the little. Great job. The NBA is getting more out of their product. Excellent. Mm-mm. Great. Sport. Losing it. They've nailed Losing it. Losing it. Even Mark Cuban said, now's the time to get out and sell. Like, downfall of the NBA, one of the reasons there. And also, you know what I was looking at today, which made me just crazy? The team in first place in the Western Conference is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Nine to one price to win the West, and I was trying to like come up with like ways and reasoning. Like, let's just say through seventy five percent of the season. Like, can you imagine like in the NFL, like the San Francisco Forty ers are in first place of the NFC, and they're basically ten to one to win their own conference? It's wild. Like, I'm trying, trying to like brainstorm. Like, I don't know if the NBA needs to say, okay, eighty two games is way too much. We got to cut it down to forty two games. I don't know. But how can you have the best team in your conference basically? an afterthought when you think teams are going to actually cut down the nets and win a championship. It's wild. Like, we just want an NBA spree today, lining it up, but you know what? Got some good NBA games on tonight, and also, your boy DRS going to be on a little Boogie Ellis action a little bit later tonight, boys! Get ready! We're here for the next hour, right here on my... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Don't get your phone confiscated in jail, people. Calm down out there. Listen to boys right here. It's Money Lines, the best hour of your day. It's Donnie and Kevin. Hot takes, hot topics, you know the deal. We'll get to some NBA action on the court tonight as well as some NCAA action, which I teased, hint, hint, little USC action tonight up on the Palouse. But before we get there, the combine is going on right now in the NFL. And the reason I want to bring that up is not because I really care about guys bench pressing, jumping high, and running fast. I like the information that comes out of it and also the hot takes, Kevin, that accompany it. I don't know if you were watching yesterday, but a certain pundit on ESPN that usually likes every single player and never has a bad thing to say about anybody said yesterday as follows. Yeah, if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'm taking Jaden Daniels number one overall. Can we... What are we thinking about that? And what do we think about hot take season right now? Yeah, I mean, I think Jaden Daniels is the type of player that could push any prospect. Caleb Williams, Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck. Because Jaden Daniels, Donnie, especially in this era, has something that, I mean, again, it's Lamar-esque. And Lamar just rattled off his second MVP and... You know, that is, it's something you can't teach, it's something you can't coach, and it's something that is very difficult to stop. And the thing about Jaden is he had an incredible season throwing the football uh, at LSU. And he's coming off of winning a Heisman Trophy. So, you know, it's right in people's face. If Kayla was able to leave last year, um, you know, we wouldn't be we doing this, and, and Jaden would be going first overall, possibly. I mean, I guess he's, you know, it's still him versus Drake May for that second spot, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, people love Jaden Daniels, Donnie, because the upside of it all just feels, uh, you know, otherworldly. And that's tempting for people. It's, it's, it's very, very tempting for people. He could have been a number one pick last year. He really could. And we also had this conversation. Yeah, we also had this conversation about, you know, generational type players like that you can see coming along. And to me, just going back since Peyton Manning in 1998, there's only been maybe two players that have been as hyped as Caleb Williams coming into this draft. So I understand why people get up there and act a fool and say nonsense. But there's no way the Chicago Bears, like, think about this. And also, I love the Justin Fields angle of this. But Justin is like, hold on, get this straight. I'm leaving town, and you're not even going to take Caleb Williams. It's going to be Jaden Daniels. Like, I would love that backlash. We'd be like, you know what? Now I'm just angry. Trade me anywhere. I can't believe this happens. But, I, again, I understand. You'd have nothing to talk about. If every network just comes on, Kevin, and goes, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams, there's no fun in it. So you do need some villains out there and some writers behind the scenes. Okay, you know what? What makes a good television show? Go out there and tell them you like Jaden Daniels better than Caleb Williams at this point. So I do respect hot take season overall. But I understand that. But there's also people that believe, you know, some other nonsense conspiracy theories that are wild out here. Like some people actually believe, Kevin, we landed on the moon, right? It's crazy. We never landed on the moon at this point. Similar aspect of it here. Stop the madness at this point. The best overall quarterback in this draft. We had what? Trevor Lawrence was a generational type player, we thought, right? And maybe he still can be that. I'm not even going to have the list in front of me. Peyton Manning, 1998, Andrew Luck, 2012. Outside of that, there's been no more hyped quarterback in the last almost 30 years than Caleb Williams outside those two players. I'm not saying that that's wrong. But that doesn't mean that people haven't fought. 
People, Donnie, like the Jaden Daniel stuff is very real. Like Drake May doesn't have the game-breaking attributes to get. He doesn't. But there are some people who think yeah. that Drake May, Donnie, is still the best prospect in this class. It's much less, right? But Drake May doesn't have game-breaking attributes that rocket him to the top of the board. I'm not saying I prefer Jaden Daniels, but what I'm saying is the notion that, uh, and you're referring to Orlovsky, said. Yes. And I didn't even hear him. I just know that that's how you refer, you refer to Arlovsky as always says the nice thing. Mm-hmm. The, like the idea that he is doing it just for television is nonsense. I, I don't know because what else would you? Because if you put yourself in the Bears' shoes, right, and they say they like Jaden Daniels better than Caleb, which means you trade the number one overall pick, go down to two or three, and you take Caleb Williams. That's your plan, or excuse me, you take uh, Jaden Daniels. But if, I'm telling you right now, like, and again, the Bears are a horribly run organization. But I always like to view it like if I was the owner, like, hey, football guys, do your thing. And it would be like, okay, we just drafted Jaden Daniels number one. I'd be like, clean your, get your off, get your stuff. I'm actually having a lawsuit against you. And I'm going to petition the NFL to go ahead and reverse that pick and let us just take the guy we're supposed to take at this point. Like, I, I again, I love the hot takes they come in. And I'm not even, I'm intrigued with Jaden Daniels. But the fact of the matter is, he, he's not the number one overall pick this year. He's not even close to it. Look at all the betting markets at this point as well. But I understand it's a, and one or two guys is going to have that opinion. Same thing as always. Like you have endless arguments on LeBron James and Michael Jordan and somebody will be like, hey, Kobe's the best. There's always that Kobe guy out there. Kobe's not the best. He's not even close to LeBron James or Michael Jordan at this point. So I do like the hot takes, but I just love that aspect of, yeah, here's what it's going to be. But again, leave it up to Orlovsky by what? March 6th. Say, you know what? Caleb Williams is the best. And then he'll probably go Drake May next week just to keep that lantern going right Right up until the draft before he finally comes around to Caleb Williams. But I just wanted to start there at that point where I love hot take season because we hear everything going around there. Hey, this guy runs fast. This guy's really good. And uh, by the way, Jaden Daniels talked to 17 teams at the draft. Ooh, what, what's he supposed to do? Talk to one team, two teams at this point? I like Jaden Daniels. He's going to be solid. And also, Kevin, just to bring Jaden Daniels back into this, uh, word on the street is the New England Patriots are thinking about drafting a quarterback number three overall is what their general matter just said what do you think about that yeah but i also saw that the pats and commanders are considering moving down so are we, are we firmly in like turn your phone off uh, of, of the the structure we're almost there player? we're like, almost there I, I just i don't know i i if you're the here's the thing quarterback is so important mm-hmm. that if you are the new england patriots at three and mm-hmm. you have Incredibly high draft grades on all three of these quarterbacks. Stop yeah. with the picking up the phone nonsense. Yes. There's nothing to listen to. You're drafting yes. one of the quarterbacks. And I mean, the, the, the reality though is, Donnie, and this, I will agree with you on this process is so broken. They're like, well, we got to get to this guy's pro day. I mean, we got to see what happens when he, when he throws <laughs> to a wide open Malik neighbors, you know, 50 yards down the field on his knees before I know if I want this kid. Yes, or the the old, uh, well, he wasn't that accurate on his pro day, but all he kept doing was overthrowing everybody by 75 feet to show all, all you know, crazy arm strength that he had. Yeah. But, that's, like, I hate the combine so much, I sort of love it because I get this type of information out where most teams say nothing, 
But most also, while they're trying to say nothing, they trip themselves up. Like, we know, like, the, the, the New England Patriots think, like, the number four, like, we're going to trick the number four team and the number two team out. Like, maybe they think they can trade down. Like, you know, we're just going to take a wide receiver. No, New England Patriots are going to move on from Max Jones and take a quarterback. It's okay to say that, which is also refreshing when you take a look at guys like, you know, uh, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, who is the general manager of the Minnesota Vikings, basically coming out, Kevin. And what's he saying? Like, uh, we have the best wideout in football. We're going to pay him like the best wideout in football. Heck, he might get paid like one of the quarterbacks out here. We love him so much. It's like, wow, you put all your cards on the table. And that's like, you know what? I sort of respect that because nobody's going to believe you when you come out and say like, hey, we could trade the guy. You know, I don't know. He's still under contract. We hope he shows up to training camp. So there is that little bit of refreshingness that I do like about it. But the combine itself, have you paid any attention to it yet? By the way, is anybody even working out yet? Are they working out yet? Are we running fast? What are we doing at the combine? I mean, they're, they're measuring people. I, I, I mean, <laughs> who cares? I, I mean, I, I mean, truly. Can't you, like, bet on the combine now, though? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. Is there, is there something like, like does Fanduel have a combine like legally or off offshore? No, like, what no, are we talking about here? No, I don't. I don't think uh, lo- the locals are handling it. I think <laughs> maybe they are. Uh, I mean, honestly, they might as well, right? Um, <laughs> let's see if I can find this. No, I see draft. I don't see anything that says like uh, there was a, like a special on. Um, would it be like who runs the fastest or something? Yeah, I thought it was if anybody would like break the uh, the record for like fastest forty time or something was was uh, on one of these books. Jeez, incredible. But yeah. that, the combine underway in the worst city in America, Indianapolis, for a party atmosphere. And by the way, you know who agrees with me with that, Kevin? Ben Stevens now coming over to my side. We don't like Indy. Push everything out of Indy. Flavors up everything. By the way, I'm going to talk a little uh, page six news next. There's some wild stories going around in the NFL right now. Let's get to it next. Donnie and Kevin, right here on Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's 
Spring training baseball people on my TV right now on the MLB Network. The Philadelphia Phillies won Toronto 0. I've got a couple hot topics to talk about here. By the way, in Major League Baseball, around, I, I guess it's a, I don't know if it's a big deal around baseball, but here in Philadelphia, I wanted to bring it up because it's making national rounds, Kevin. One of the things that people get really excited for, to go down the Citizens Bank ballpark, watch the Phillies play, and hit up a dollar dog night. For anybody who doesn't know what that is, Eat as many hot dogs as you want. Each hot dog is $1. People go down there, try to stack them up, eat five, eat 10, eat 20, whatever. The Philadelphia Phillies announced, though, Kevin, here's what I like, too. They announced Dollar Dog Night is going away, and it's going to turn into buy one full price, get one for free. And the Phillies are saying it's because of the mayhem at the ballpark because people would buy hot dogs and throw them. So... Many people getting angry at that, and myself included, tweeting back saying, just admit it. You can't make any money on dollar dog night, and you probably lose some money at the concessions. And heaven forbid a trillion-dollar business can't make any money on one night that the fans absolutely love. Your thoughts on the Phillies getting rid of dollar dog night because they said their own fans, which would be guys like me, don't like dollar dog night because... People were throwing hot dogs. What do you think? Well, I think question number one, <laughs> were they throwing hot dogs on Dollar Dog Night? That's the first question, Don. I, I, but I've never heard of that. Like, I don't like it. It was never like, hey, let's get a video. And maybe people were throwing them. Same thing. Well, hey, this guy threw a beer on. I mean, people throw beer on $20 beer nights every night at the ballpark. There's no way you would do away with one thing that the fans love just about as much as their team itself, Kevin, than Dollar Dog Night in Philadelphia. For them to be like, look, we spoke to our fans. They don't like it. And everybody's like, uh, we actually love this. Ah, don't worry about it. You don't like it, and it's going away. <laughs> um, Man, I, I don't even. Now, what would you I, do at Dollar Dog Night's the question? I don't like hot dogs. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even understand so, Why, mean, though? Why don't we like hot dogs? I don't I don't find them that tasty. They're, they're, yeah, I don't know. The, the taste isn't for me. I mean, me big say? big men around the world upset right now. Dollar, I mean, now really dollar ice cream night, well, you know, it's Whoa. a good time. Well, I don't know. You know, what else? Yeah, what else could we like? Dollar pretzel. See, dollar pretzel. Yeah, look at that. I mean, JP popping in here. I mean, I mean, how many ice creams are we put in the way at that point? I mean, on, dollar, on, a, on a dollar ice cool. coffee night for you. I mean, come on now. That's a good time. I'll start today. <laughs> There's four times boost uh, at, on, at, on the Dunkin' oh. app today because it's Leap Day. Wow. Now. Do you care about the Leap Day? I, I do, because it makes me feel like this is the longest month in the history of the world, and I keep saying March is around the corner, and it's never. Mm. Or I'm not even so sure tomorrow's March at this point. I've been trying to extend February out so far here. But also, yes, Chipotle said it was leap year, so they wanted to give me free guac today. So looks like everybody's supporting free uh, free day on a leap day. But again, oh, wow. the Phillies coming out, no dollar dog night. Set to do some... Yep. Destruction here in the city. Now, I want to get to this football topic here because it's page six. And so, what the hell does that mean, Donnie? Page six, like New York Post or the Daily News, whatever. Page six is where they go to like the you know celebrities, hearsay, and all that good stuff. They used to have some salacious stuff. I don't know if you've been following the NFL here, Kevin, but it's been pretty wild. I don't know if you remember. This had to be in a month ago. Tyreek Hill was in the news. 
And it was just a wild story. And the story went as follows, basically, if I'm just, you know, surmising it here. Uh, look, I don't know. My, my lawyers just filed divorce for me. Like, that's, I, I didn't want a divorce, but somehow my lawyers uh, signed my name and I'm getting a divorce, but I'm really not. And people are like, what the? Like, what do you, what, what do you mean your lawyers fired the, filed divorce? And me, yeah. as a guy that loves to see where the smoke was fires, like, yeah, that's just kind of odd. I don't even know what to think about that, but I'm not even going to think too much about it. Well, little do we know, Kevin, like a month and a half later, Tyreek's got like three different baby mamas filing suit against him for like Uh-oh. young children. Yeah. So uh, that came out. And I was like, oh, I was like, you know what? Maybe there was something to the wife probably filing for divorce or whatever it might be, as Tyreek Hill now has massive paternity suits. And also, Kevin, if you're not following along in this game, he flew in an Instagram model and played like backyard football with her. And the lawsuit now filed against Tyreek Hill is she held her ground versus Tyreek Hill, who then got so upset, he proceeded in the next drill to break her leg. That's the lawsuit. Uh, uh, This is all news to me. Uh, It all sounds sounds pretty bad. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty speechless on, on that. Can you imagine like that? Like, like I mean, there's sometimes you just get caught, caught in a bad light. But again, you'll, if you just go on like Twitter, X, social media, and type in like Tyree Kill, broken leg, or whatever it is, playing backyard football with an Instagram model where she is now suing because she broke her leg because he was upset once again that she held her ground in the first drill against him. I mean, it's, yeah. it writes itself here. I mean, what an offseason Tyree Kill is having. Now, also, the other one, Kevin, page six wise, is Jerry Jones out here in these streets. One once again, getting sued from the 1990s on a paternity suit. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up is I find this interesting. Like, let's just say, no, no, 1993, 1994, Jerry Jones has a kid out of wedlock, right? Come to an agreement, and I think the agreement, Kevin, was in the 90s. Like, we're going to give you the, the mom $375,000, like maybe a stipend until she's like 21 or whatever. So now the kid, where again, not a kid anymore, I think 27, 28 years old, is now back in the news going, like, I need to get a paternity test. And the reason it's like, well, Jerry Jones's family has given her and her family millions already, but I, she wins this, Kevin? What are the Cowboys worth in Jerry Jones? Like $10 billion overall with all his other businesses? Like, if she wins that, that's like a Powerball ticket at this point. Like, if they could like, I meant, like, we've given her $4 million since 1995. She's like, yeah, that's fine, but I get another $996 million probably coming to me if it turns out you are my dad. It's wild, this story. I mean, he'd be able to afford it. Right? What's he gonna do? What's, what's the other kids mad? Like the dad? Like Jerry Jones won't Cowboys. be mad, right? Exactly, because he's gonna, you know, give it down the line to his kids anyway when he's gone. But if you're like Stephen Jones, what are you looking at your your bank account? Like, Hold on now, I'm supposed to get a little bit more than this. I can't have this happen here. But you, what, would you get like a billion? I guess if you were an equal share of what your father had, it'd be wild to see that happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um... Is that how that works? Do they? Do I don't. That's for yeah. Like, cause, I don't know. Because you know what her lawsuit actually is, which makes it, which is such an oddity to come out was like I didn't agree to this. Like these terms were set up like before I was actually born. So the mom's like, okay, three seventy five, and you know who knows how much a year, and we'll set aside money for education, whatever it is. But she's basically overruling. Goes like I've never had that decision here, and probably rightfully so. Like okay, my bank account says five hundred thousand, when it probably should say five hundred million at this point, but. 
Those are the page six news of the day here, Kevin. I thought it'd get you caught up. So you get a day off, maybe you're not paying attention to all the things yeah. you need to pay attention to in these streets, which means... What a, what a yeah, Go ahead. Yes, no, spin what, on what, what a segment. What a segment of topics. Now, look, if you were in the backyard breaking people's legs, I mean, that's believable now because I saw it out there live in Las Vegas where, you know, somebody's not expecting to go hard on a football drill. They get surprised a little bit, and nobody got hurt, but, you know, maybe some feelings got hurt out there in Vegas. Feelings feelings were hurt. Um, he was fine, though. I'll tell you what, he was he was prepared for anyone else that was going to come his way. Good old, good, old, good old Joe Lisi, man. He was not. Joe Lisi. He, he, he was none too pleased, though, uh, about getting popped but it had to happen had to happen it did sometimes you got to set some people straight on set worked out well everybody's still friends and away we go now it's a good segue with joe lisi going down a little maxwell ward action as you see it around the network which also could include conversations of hey we just got the 12 kevin now yeah. we could be going to 14 teams in the college football playoff, which you know me. I hear that right away, and I go, oh, this is awesome. This is so, so good. And yet this morning we had a conversation on it, like how this could actually play out. Now, I don't know how close they are to approving this. It's on the docket. I don't know. But let's just say it goes through. And I say to myself automatically, Kevin, like, ooh, great. I hope this is. Let's put the best 14 teams in the country into a college football playoff. And then you see 14 teams with automatic bids, which immediately makes me pull my hair out because that means undeserving automatic bids from conferences where there's better teams and they get to go. But I say to myself, Kevin, why do we do this to ourselves? It's not us. It's whoever is in like the college football. I think they play like a prank on us. They get behind closed doors like, why? Watch this, man. Like, we're going to sort of give them something, but we're going to double down and make it even dumber than what it was before. Do, oh, like, why automatic bids here in this 14? Why? I, I don't know. It's kind of funny because, again, it, it does um, find a way to upset uh, everyone to some degree, right? Because, you know, you and I at this point would prefer them just keep it open-ended. Um, and then I, I, don't, I still don't really understand the people like, ha! See, now we're going to have a bunch of SEC and Big Ten teams. Well, of course we are. <laughs> SEC and the Big Ten have all the good damn teams. Donnie and I's issue is that all those teams are getting in. Correct. Like we're now capping how many of them are yes. going to get in, potentially. Yes. Two teams from the Big 12. What is going on here? So that that's just the confusion. But I will say this. It was one of those things. I, I, I made this point plenty when we were on the show. When Ben tweeted out, based on the national championship odds, mm-hmm. how the college football playoff would look, I went, whoa, 10 teams. Ten te- basically the maximum, Donnie. Yeah. We're from the SEC or the Big Ten. There's no way that happens. They're all going to beat one another. And I think somewhere in this conversation they went, they're not going to put us all in. They're going to put in three teams from the ACC, or or basically what they're somehow what they're signing up for is what was going to happen anyway, which mm-hmm. was two ACC teams, two Big Twelve teams, this group of five team. It's been, I think the ACC or the SEC and the Big Ten think, look, we're going to get all of our auto bids, and we're going to take all the at large bids. It's going to be wild to watch it play out. I mean, what's next? We're going to get the service academies, two spots in this 14 teams. I mean, make it make sense at this point. It always seems like something they're going to work on and make it better and somehow gets me even more angry. Bring back the BCS or the mythical national championships. We're back next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right back at it, Hot Topics there, college football expansion. I love it. Expand it all the way up to 24, 32 teams, and we'll get a kick out of it here. But watch, they'll do like a, you know what, Donnie, we'll give you a dream scenario. We'll give you 24 teams. But uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, 20 automatic bids for conferences, and then the the rest four on top of it, as opposed to saying, who's in, like like you said, like the top 25. Number one team gets a buy. That's their reward. So there's like, you know, still an even number of teams playing with the 24 there, whatever. But it's too easy to figure out how to do it, and yet they mess it up. And you know what's even going to be even better, Kevin? One of the bane of my existence is the college football playoff show every year because it's nonsense, it's ridiculous, and none of it matters until the last show itself. So Uh next year, I can only imagine the shenanigans that they are going to try to pull by saying, like, hey, even though Alabama's number one overall in the country, we got them ranked in the 15th spot here. Like, oh, here we go again. Just, you know, just make up the rules as you go at this point. So I'm going to ask you the question before we flip it over to college basketball and the NBA. Next year, college football. Big win? Or, ooh, I don't know if this is so good anymore. Um, oh, I mean, next See, like, it's, it's I'm, ta- yeah, I'm talking like win. seasonal excitement, okay. playoffs so, itself, yeah. and what we're supposed to get. It is still going to be a win. But I want to say this. So Donnie's um, disdain for the college football playoff ranking show is mm-hmm. not something I've necessarily uh, agreed with because, to me, we're checking in on the committee. There are actual takeaways. Donnie disagrees. That's fine. I genuinely believe they should completely get rid of it just like the NCAA basketball tournament and do their own one final selection show. Ooh, because yeah. because mm-hmm. you know what's a disaster, Donnie? The AP no. Top 25 poll. Yeah. Gonzaga is currently on the bubble. They're 23rd in the uh-huh. poll. There, there's no consistent. UConn <laughs> lost one basketball game, dropped down to three. And mm-hmm. Houston and Purdue jumped them. Who the hell did Purdue beat? Stop the madness. Yeah. They lost to Ohio State. Okay, cut it yeah. out. But 
We do this stupidness because every week we do the AP poll, so we just got to start moving stuff around. And Mm -hmm. when that committee comes out and they give us their first set of rankings, there's going to be some major problems. And I'm going to tell you this now. And when Donnie goes, who cares, tune into the last one. I'm telling you right now, if you're, I'll use my own, you're a Notre Dame fan, and you notice you're behind a team you shouldn't be behind, guess what? Nightmare scenario. Nightmare scenario. Because now we have to use this thing in week nine the whole way. Or week eight or week seven or whenever it is that it comes out. And that's not how this works. They, like, they're somehow taking all of the worst things, Donnie, from college basketball and none of the correct things. They're like, okay, automatic bids, you know, the thing that we use for all the bad conferences, let's use yeah. them for our best conferences. Like, what are you doing? The fact that they have their like beautiful grand final selection show, you know, we want to do 15 of them. What do you, Donnie, imagine if every yeah. single week yep. Joe Lunardi came out. Yes. and did bracketology, but it yes. was like the actual real thing. The real like, one. What are, you, yes. what are you doing, Joe? Sit down and just wait for this to play out. But instead, Correct. we have to do this nonsense. Yep, and it's fine because the, the point you bring up is valid. It's fine for the talking heads and the pundits to come on and say, well, I think Florida State should be in. I think Alabama should be in. I think Georgia should be in. That's what we're used to here. But it was an officially sanctioned show every week by the quote-unquote playoff slash BCS that let us know what was going on, even though we had like five weeks to let things play out and try to stir up like fake controversies by, I used to always say like, okay, this is going to put a team at three because they were at four last week to get the people talking, knowing that none of it matters at this point anyway. But you're right. If Joe Lenardi, an official sanctioned NCAA television show, was telling you one week that like Gonzaga is on the way out or, you know, uh, St. Joseph's in Philadelphia was making a move and that was the, in the mm-hmm. final four to get in. I mean, come on now. We would think that was an absolute joke and nobody would watch. But yet again, some people would probably watch and get all banged up and upset. All right. Let's get over to some college basketball action. Last night on the hardwood, interesting stuff all the way around, which included Tennessee, 92-84 over Auburn, and probably the game of the night. Two mm-hmm. top 11 teams firing out. Tennessee does pick up the win. Tennessee looking to win the SEC. But on the way out, Kevin, at Alabama, at South Carolina, home to Kentucky to end it. So, like, I love the fact that they've won, what, one, two, three, four, five in a row here and certainly beating a ranked team in Auburn. But that was the only ranked team they had beaten since, what, Kentucky uh, roughly, what, maybe a month ago at that point. Do you think Tennessee – because going over Tennessee's numbers, right, you see what they're worth, like, on the FanDuel Sportsbook, and I don't know, let's just say 15 to 1, 20 to – under 20 to 1, right? Or 20 to 1 or less. Mm -hmm. It's one of those teams I'm not really looking at for the – NCAA tournament, but I don't know. Maybe I should be at this point. What are your thoughts on Tennessee, though, overall? Yeah, I gave up on Tennessee and Maui mm-hmm. uh, watching them play against Kansas. And I, I they're not going to get me to, to buy back in. I, I don't trust them, ultimately. The, the thing is, though, I'm a big proponent of the SEC season. I think the SEC is actually the best league in college basketball. I know that nobody agrees with that. It's fine. Um, But I think it is the SEC. And if they're going to go out here and be SEC regular season champions uh, with a 12 and three record in this conference, but you're, but they do have two big games left that they got to be able now. Look, I don't think South Carolina's all ranked. Good, Donnie. I, like, but I don't think South Carolina's like all that good. Uh, I mean, maybe you you disagree. For them in this run here, though, what do you want to see? You can't go zero and three, but they won't go zero and three, right? 
Yes. What you know, one and two is acceptable. Yeah. If they go two and one, the thing is, they can absolutely push Arizona for the one seed. You know. Mm-hmm. Because yep. also, the Pac-12 is not that good, right? So Tennessee, if they grab two wins here and and they win the SEC's conference tournament, they're going to end up being the number one overall seed. And there's markets for that, too. I don't know if they're still out, but I've seen them uh, a few times. Let me see if I can find them. For what? Markets for what? To be a number one seed. Right, here you go. Yeah, no, they're uh, out there still. Arizona minus 110, Tennessee plus 125. Yeah. It's helpful, man. That's a tough string all the way out. And then you still have the SEC conference championship at that point. But I'm always like, I'm the opposite. Like, if I like Tennessee, I'm like, Psh, go at least one and two down the stretch. Like, stop gassing it up. Like, Kentucky, I wanted them to lose a couple games. And even though they did win their last game, it didn't improve their standing. Because, again, how much can you lift them up from that 30 to 1 price point? And also, we had some fun talking yeah. when Joe Ranieri came on this morning. I was asking the question, like, they have like three weeks. And I'm like, hey, man, Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. Even though they weren't playing well about three weeks ago, like, this is a team that really really has that front-end talent that can go on a run. And then the FanDuel Sportsbook yesterday puts out that tweet and says, basically, hey, by the way, everybody's on Kentucky, so good luck with that. Yeah. Like, Sheesh. So you know our guy Joe Lisi. we like, hey, you know what? I like Kentucky. And then finds out that everybody's on Kentucky. Then we start going, like, I wonder who else in the SEC we can take. Maybe it's Auburn. <laughs> you know, maybe we go over to Big 12 with Baylor. Maybe we take a run at that point here. Uh, Filipowski and the boys were back on the court yesterday. Duke, 84-59 to over Louisville. An easy winning cover. And you say, like, hey, what was at number five, six, seven, eight points. Not Louisville stinks. It was like over 20 points or close to 20 at that point where Duke got the cover. Filipowski played. Yeah, you know, it's another team. Looking at the Duke Blue Devils, like NCAA wise, I'm not really hot on them right now. They got a good record, a solid team, but in a down ACC. Yeah, the thing is, though, you know, Duke is one of those teams that had a lot of preseason expectations, DRS. So. Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel like they're playing good basketball at the right time, that's certainly a team you can buy into, right? Shire, was Shire's last, last year his first year, Donnie? Uh, uh, this right? is Shire's first year, isn't it? No. Is it no, this year? No, last year no, was? No, 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 no. Coach K's last year was when he lost in the Final Four uh, to UNC, which is Let me quite see hilarious. John Shire. Let me see. Yeah, so I think it's like the perfect way to send them out. Let me see um, when he was. Uh, you're probably Duke, right, though. Duke, you're probably right. What did Duke do in the tournament last year is the real question, though. Like, what did we get out of Shire year one tournament-wise? You're asking I me? Can't. Yeah, I know. Wrong guy. Did, I'm they even make the, yeah, did they even make the tournament? That's what I would say. You know what? Remember that stretch where like none <laughs> What's of the this good, AC, like, they were ACC tournament well, they lost to Tennessee. Year, See, so. that's why. I yeah. knew it. Yeah, they lost go. to Tennessee last year. Um Man, 65-52 in that game. They were a five seed. Now, see, like that, and that's one of those things, if you were Shire, like you got to hope to get better because Rick Barnes is known for, as a guy you don't really want to trust come tournament time, right? So that's one of the questions you have to ask yourself. But Duke, I feel like, Don, if you're going to want to bet this team, you want to see them beat North Carolina in that final game, right? At home. Like that's got to be that's that's one they're going to be maybe favored. win the ACC playing what five yeah. six in that game yeah you need that game I just don't I don't yeah. trust like it's it's one of those teams that get because it's almost like sometimes to me it's not who you can like do I think that Connecticut Houston and Purdue can win the championship absolutely I might end up going one of those teams on that line but I sort of try to find like that second level value Tennessee's thirteen to one. 
I'm not even that high, quite frankly, on North Carolina, to be honest, at 20 to 1. A team like Marquette who had a big win last night. Now, also, Kolick got injured in that game. Abdominal injury. Don't know how long he's going to be out. Hopefully, it's not serious. But that's one of those teams that I really like. Great guard play, can play defense, and at times when they need to, can shoot the lights out. Uh, Auburn, also looking at them, 22 to 1 price in a way. Uh, Kentucky, as I've already said, 30 to 1 price at this point. Also, you know, it's creeping back into my life. It's actually Baylor at 40 to 1. Because I just think that season-long-wise, top 10 in the country in three-point shots here, they've given you glimpses of when they match up with good basketball teams and can beat them, maybe in a slightly down year for them. I like those price points there down that low. Now, longer shots, I mean, Florida, BYU, I don't know about them. Do you ever bet teams to make the Final Four, Donnie, or you always want the national I really, title prize? Usually it's the national title, but again, technically, I just want the biggest number because there's a really good yeah. chance that like, I'm already halfway out by the time we get to the Final Four. So theoretically, yes, like I would be betting Baylor to get to the Final Four, but I just like, take a look. It's like if things break my way, I want to hold that bigger ticket if I, want to, if I need it. So Baylor plus 950, right, Donnie? If you bet them to get to the Final Four, mm-hmm. right? Let's say they get to the sweet, the sweet 16. Do yeah. you start working off that number then with two games to go? Or do you need to get to the – because when you get to the Elite Eight, that's the final game. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah, I think I, so in, in that scenario – yeah, in that yeah. scenario, I probably do wait because you're not dealing with. A, let, let's just say again, you took Baylor forty to one. You have a lot more money to deal with, so your hedging can start much earlier out. The profit you really dig into, and again, the only goal here I ever make when I take futures is to make sure I get a profit. It's just how much am I going to take? And quite frankly, I am never going to see the finality of a twenty-five, thirty-five, or forty to one ticket. Yeah, I won four grand. Yeah, I did, but I already laid off thirteen hundred bucks. But still, mm-hmm. I'll take it off a hundred dollar wager so yeah i see what you're saying like hey would you take it there but i just like to because also sometimes you never know kevin how things wind up like oh you know what let me take Baylor to get to the final four i think all they have to do is beat illinois just throwing a team out there like, sure. oh wait a second illinois just got upset now Baylor's going to play like a, a mid-major here that they should be able to handle and now be the favorite in that game when I thought they might have been the dog. That's why I like the bigger prices because if I fall into good luck, then you might be able to roll another game out there and steal some more money. Uh, see, and that again, like that's what makes it so interesting. as to. But with the UConn ticket, Donnie, you didn't start doing anything until the Final Four. I don't think I did anything to the Final Four, yes. I actually, you know what I mean? My, yes. Um... I was. I started to hedge it. What was the again? I get confused with this one. Who did my did Miami beat Miami, Miami Texas mm-hmm. last year? Because I had a future on mm-hmm. Texas. I started hedging a little bit there, but even in the final, like I probably had the best case scenario that anybody could ever wind up in. Right, a twenty-five to one ticket technically sitting in the final game and being favored by like eight or nine points. It was outrageous, and I was like, I don't care. Like I laid off like I don't know eight hundred bucks. Actually, it was. 500 bucks I laid off because the money line was so good the other way. It was like, hey, I'll still get 1500 back because they were crazy dogs here. One more segment to go right here on a money line edition. We'll be back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, good song. Right back at it. Final segment of the day. I mean, what song is this anyway? This is from uh, is No Way Out. Uh, the, oh. You ever played No Way Out on the Nintendo? No. Yes, you did. Like, yes, is, you did. What, what are no, you talking uh, about? What is it? WCW? It's It was the WWF game. But No. no there's no way you we didn't, didn't play. WWF. Whoa. No, we, play, we, were, we were only uh, WCW back in the day. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, you missed out. The, the boys. Game. You see, again, it's a shame you didn't grow up um, like with me, like at William Patterson. Like if that was mm-hmm. even possible at that time, because like we didn't have really the internet yet. There's no internet gaming, but just picture this in a dorm with you know hundreds and hundreds of kids. Like we would have out the N64, which had four paddles that you could attach, and my room would be like out the door. Like it was like a uh, pickup game. Like two guys stayed on the paddle if you couldn't beat them to get in there, and we would just run the table for like hours at a time. It was a wild time to be alive when, if you want to talk about wrestling's apex, it was in the mid to late 90s. It was out of control, outrageous, and those games were included there. And I feel like you would have fit right in there, loving every minute of like, I'm skipping class because we got to get a two on two right now. Like, right now, we got, like, I don't care about class, we got to play. Boys are dialed on Fortnite. I thought about skipping this show. Got a couple games in. It's true. I mean, people are saying, like, Kevin's been skipping all week. Like, what's the deal at this point? <laughs> all right. <laughs> we got plays to give out tonight, Kevin. As I was telling you mm. earlier, do you know who I really like tonight? It's the USC Trojans tonight going mm. up against Washington State. I don't even like USC as a team overall. Winners of the last two or three games lost to Colorado's that only loss in double overtime. Getting healthy at the right time. Collier, Boogie Ellis, you know, Bronny James. I don't know what's he scored, like two points a game. It's like insignificant. Yep. But that's not even why I like the game. I think USC matches up very well here, Kevin, particularly as an offensive stand point, but defensively, they're a perfect match to stop Washington State. Will they win? I don't know, Kevin, but I'm taking the seven points. How do you like that? There you go. All right. Rooting it in. Plus the seven. Donnie's on Bronny. Tomorrow, it's March for JP, Donnie, and Kevin. Thanks for tuning in to a Thursday edition. We'll be back on a Friday. See you tomorrow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.